and welcome everyone to the newest edition of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. Kelly, that's your cue. Oh yeah, and I'm here too. <laughs> so Adele, we were just talking about before we started this that it is going to be one of those nights. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so yes, Kelly is via Skype, but the connection sounds really good. And I did mention it earlier, uh, this episode is going to be on Deadpool. So if you have not seen the movie, which is fucking nuts if you haven't, don't listen to this one. This is the first time I'm going to tell you. You ruin it for you. That's yeah. what we plan on doing. Yeah, we are not only going to talk about everything that happened, but we're also going to go into major, major spoilers, step by step, all Easter that kind of eggs, stuff. Yeah. everything. Yeah, so this is the one time I'm going to tell you, stop this podcast, go see Deadpool, even though it doesn't really need the, the help. You should have already seen it. And then come back and enjoy this because we're going to have a lot of theories. I've had people talk to me and ask me questions about why certain things didn't happen. So we'll go totally into that. Um, and I know Kelly is looking forward to this one as well. Yay! There's classic Kelly. Yeah. Classic Kelly. All right. So, well, let's, let's at least, um, I think people know the backstory of it's a rated R uh, Marvel movie, or not Marvel actually, technically it's a Marvel character, but it's a Fox movie, correct? Right. Um, when Fox went ahead and um, bartered the rights from Marvel for the X-Men, Deadpool has technically got lumped into that sum, so they had the rights to produce Deadpool as well. Um, so yeah, there's there's a nice X-Men-Deadpool connection, because those lines cross constantly in the series. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and that's, that's one of the reasons why I've always liked Deadpool. Uh, it's He's a character that I haven't completely latched onto, but when I found out that this movie was going to be rated R, I was all on board. And the weekend grossing, even though I don't normally care about what a movie makes, it like shattered all the records for an R-rated um, superhero. Well, I mean, I guess there aren't really any R-rated superhero movies, but an R-rated movie at this time of the year, which... February starts to go more into the movies that quote unquote matter. You know, January is, eh, you know, not really though. February, January is your, is your throwaway movies. Those are your more low budget. They're one of those eh, people kind of, we have to complete this just to get it off the books. We're going to lose well, the right suit. So they throw it out and they have to ask it normally. That's what I thought January always was because it's basically fuck you. It's January. Like they're just going right. to throw whatever in the theaters. I thought February was a little bit better. But I guess you're still, you're right. It's it's kind of on that same track. But this is a movie that could have easily come out in the summer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. if I read the budget correctly, it's like $58 million or something, which is very, very low for a superhero comic book movie. Right. Uh, yeah, no, the, their all-in budget was 58 Um But no, it is cl- currently the highest grossing February movie to open for opening weekend of all time. And it actually is the number one grossing superhero movie for a origin story or singular story character oh. for an opening weekend. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, it, it beat almost every everybody by, God, 20, 30 million, actually. I mean, this is Hulk. This is Captain America. This is Superman. This is... This is a lot of the bigger names. Yeah, and I care about this movie way more than all those. So right. That's, yeah. Like, I was very, very happy. It's it's one of those things where, you know, you saw the trailers, and actually it was one of the trailers, at least in one of the times that I saw Deadpool, uh, it was one of the trailers before The Suicide Squad, which for me is the only DC thing that I like. 
I don't I really really dislike DC. Like it's it's a thing for me. I I hate Superman. I really really don't care about Batman. I know all the all the faces out there they're all shocked because everyone's supposed to love Batman, but I really don't. Uh, I think DC is full of quote unquote heroes that are all aliens. I like the Marvel way of starting with a human, like a regular quote unquote regular person who gets powers in some way, whether it's being a mutant or it's getting them in whatever origin story they have. Right. I mean, so your preferred billionaire as opposed to Batman would be more of an Iron Man character. You want that smart ass. Yeah, like Iron Man went through a lot of. Sh- shit later on in life to get to where he was like the whole batman thing he was a pussy for a really really fucking long time and then he decided oh i'm gonna go batman like and i'm gonna be amazing like i like the darkness i like the joker for sure like those old comics were great but what it's turned into now especially if you watch the trailer for batman versus superman it's god awful garbage it just is. So it's with, gonna be so awesome to watch. I, so oh, believe funny. me, the one liners are gonna be amazing. We already and have. Jeremy yeah. Irons is in it. So yes, old. it's true. Alfred now. Yes. Yeah, I I finally saw that. Yeah, it's it's going to be awful. Like it's gonna be the worst thing ever. <laughs> and I am so excited because we are going to do it. I've already have the plan. Like this is definitely gonna be an episode. It might be like a three hour long episode of me just saying fuck the whole entire time because i know it's just going to be terrible but and that's the way i feel about dc so i just i enjoy that you know at least the marvel characters whether it's marvel studios or not are finally getting it together and especially to do an r-rated thing because suicide squad should be rated r and they pussied out and it's going to be pg-13 and it just won't hit the way that it's supposed to but see, the reason behind that is that Warner Brothers is always very wary to go rated R. They don't tend to make a lot of rated R movies, and DC's distributor is Warner Brothers, so I'm definitely going to blame that. Fox, on the other hand, kind of doesn't give a shit. Yeah. They tend to do a lot more rated R stuff. So the only thing I can hope is even though I want a good Suicide Squad movie, I kind of want it not to do well because I want them to learn their lesson from Deadpool that you can do something the way – like closer to the source material because Suicide Squad is a whole bunch of fucking murderers and killers that swear in the comics as well. Like they eat people. Like it's not, this is, it's craziness all in one. And that's the only reason why I like them. And now they've dumbed it down to the PG-13 for the quote unquote masses. But we have the masses going to see Deadpool. Which I like to, which also kind of cracks me up because I think that one, Parents are so stupid nowadays, they're going to bring their kids to a rated R movie. I can definitely say when I saw Deadpool the first time, yep. I had a row of kids behind me. And like it was funny because you can hear some of the commentary going on. They have no idea what's going on. And some of the stuff is too graphic for them just because you can hear the way that they respond. And it's like, well, duh, you don't bring an eight-year-old to a rated R movie. Did you, did you by any chance see the reports about the tweets from parents who had to leave? And they they tweeted like, shut up. Really? Yeah, yeah, no, seriously. They I got it. I got it. People sent it to me on Facebook. They sent it to me on Twitter. And yeah, and I was looking. It's real life things. They did not. The parents say they did not realize that it wouldn't be for children. And they took their kids and had to leave because their kids couldn't handle it. And what I first was what I was first scared of is they probably you know why they left. It's probably not the violence. It was probably the swearing. And that's Swearing the scariest. The sexual stuff, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they don't get into the 
the nudity until like what three fourths of the movie or so somewhere no, around but there? half them i mean the majority of the movie is talking about masturbation pretty much in every single form in, in that sense and so we, I'm sure that is a lot to do it too <laughs> we'll be talking about that for sure yeah <laughs> but yeah so you know that's my yeah that oh yes that was that was creepy We'll, we'll leave it at that for now. Uh, but yeah, that's I. That was my little rant for it. I just I really hope that because I normally don't care. I don't judge a movie being good based on how many people see it or how much money it makes. Like that really doesn't matter to me ever. But seeing a rated R, very in my opinion, a very very good film do well is promising because now you know their budget's going to be higher for the next for the sequel. And then also, maybe this will lead other studios and other places to do this kind of rated R movie. As long as it's good, it's going to get people to come out. It, it shouldn't be, oh, this is a PG-13 movie. I can take my kids so they'll shut the fuck up for two hours. You know, that's that's not the way to make a movie do well. That's that's my opinion on no. it, at least. Yeah. So, as you can tell, I really like Deadpool. So, Kelly, what is your we, – we briefly touched on this before, but did you go to see it again? Um, I did see it twice because first time I saw it, I, was, I, was, I ended up being sick all weekend, which sucks. So it's kind of in a shitty mood anyway. So I was like, okay, benefit of the doubt. I actually saw it again today. Um, it's still okay for me. I think what it is is the way I would describe it is it is a comic movie that features a superhero. It is not a superhero movie as far as I'm concerned. So what are you looking for then – in a superhero movie you gave me a great character you gave me great supporting characters you gave me fantastic dialogue you gave me no villain you gave oh, me no okay. one to hate sure you gave me no one to care like it's one of those so you're gonna beat the hell out of this person you know, I don't really give a shit because plus also you're kind of a dick to begin with so like this person has to be like a super dick for me to be like yeah you should probably kill him well let's but not you even... didn't really give me that true true but let's also go there for a second the character itself like wade wilson he's a I don't know if you even call him a dick. I guess he's an asshole. He's a smart ass. Yeah, 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 he's a smart ass. Yeah, he's not. He's definitely not a bad guy. Like they keep on retorting that a little bit, like and repeating, being like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm no hero. I'm a bad guy." But or even anti-hero. Yeah, he is. He's definitely an anti-hero for sure. But he's really doing things selfishly, but in a way to help other people. So I don't know. I, I can get behind that. I don't need that. He's more realistic. He's not yes. a Boy Scout. You don't have a Captain America complex. You don't have a Superman. You're like, no, I could see. Well, yeah, fuck you. I'd just kill you, too. Like, I'm not going to deal with this bullshit. Well, calm down. I, I don't do, have time. I personally do have a Captain America complex, but that's a separate that's, story. That's so totally different. That is a totally different story. So, yeah, I just, uh, you're right. He he's And I can understand that. I think that's the kind of pass I give a movie like this for an origin story is to not have the amazing bad guy that you really truly hate like the right. bad guy sucks I, you know and I keep I keep on wanting to call him Ajax because I watch I watch football like and that's a team from overseas I it's Ajax I guess and like Deadpool said you know from the soap it, it was it was dumb like he's not a great character. But, well, they didn't give you the background on Ajax. So you yes, really can't hate him, and right. they didn't give you enough of his, like how he became who he was. And honestly, they took away a lot of his badass from yeah. the comic books. Right. So you're kind of like, cool, you gave me a quote-unquote British supervillain. Yay! Yeah. And they they did bring reference to it. I mean, he he breaks oh, the, the oh breaks the God. fourth wall for sure. So <laughs> they do, and that's and that was one of the scenes that got me right off the bat. And we should actually we should 
put a halt to this in a second. But in the opening scene where they've got the cheesy music on the background and they've got a freeze frame of the highway scene, they don't say anyone's intro name the way they would normally do it. They do the general, you know, what people will end up making fun of them for being later names. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. So it's your opening credit scene pretty much before you get the initial, okay, clearly we're watching Deadpool before they give you actually the title scene. So it's it's that whole montage and, of course, it's, you know, it's over the song Angel of the Morning, which makes it even better. It's yep. all in slow-mo, some fantastic graphics going on. But, yeah, you have the douchebag director and yep. you have, you know. The moody teen. Oh, moody teen. Yep. British they, villain. They are uh, hot chick. Yeah, yeah, so they just go through, the yeah. Real heroes of the movie. And no one's name is underneath. Like, they just, no, no, that no, is just all. The, it's the yeah. obligatory title for these characters. And they took two shots at Ryan Reynolds right away because they had awesome. a People magazine with Sexiest Man Alive in, the, alive in the car. And then they also had an ID of the Green Lantern as well. It's the collector card yes. that came out of one of the collector wallets. Yes, exactly. absolutely. And then they. I mean, they make so many references. They uh, reference the strip club in the movie in that scene. They reference uh, Hello Kitty, which is a Deadpool particular favorite yes. uh, yep. character of his. Happy Fun it's Adventure a, Time or whatever as well. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Adventure Time. Adventure Time. Yep. So yeah, that's okay. So let's let's actually cut for a second and let's go back because you saw the movie twice. I saw the movie twice, and I have two separate stories about the theater uh, that I went to and why I don't like going to the theater in general. But let's first talk about the trailers because they did push a whole lot of fucking trailers on us, that's for sure. 30 minutes of trailers, yeah. at least. So what did you? What was your summary of trailers? Um, half the shit I had already seen. So we had... The crap that I would never have seen. Yeah, the, the, well, there was X-Men, right? There was X-Men Apocalypse. X-Men, um, obviously Independence Day. Oh, God. There were people clapping. (laughs) There were people clapping in the theater uh, for the Independence Day, by the way. Not going to lie. I'm I'm a a Goldblum fan. I was like, (gasps) yay! I like Goldblum, too, but not enough to watch that fucking movie. Eh, It's whatever. It looks so awful. Okay, and yep, Suicide. The first one was awful. Like, it's just a continuation. It's great. Ah, jeez. Suicide Squad. Yeah, Suicide Squad, yep. Which I will say that trailer is fantastic. I absolutely love the fact that it's Queen and it fits that type of setting well, there absolutely were, perfect. There were two movies with Queen as the yeah trailer thing. It's so weird. Uh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, look, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I'll put my money down right now. Anyone can take this bet with me in person, obviously. Uh, but I guarantee you that Jared Leto, if they give him the time on screen that he should hopefully have, he will be a better Joker than Heath Ledger. Period. Yeah, but they're not going to do that because they don't want to focus on that character. That's what I'm worried about. Like, he's getting screen time in the trailers, but yeah, I'm worried because in the comic books, he does have a clear role, but he's not part of the Suicide Squad. He's, He's a bad guy that they end up you know, it's all that kind of stuff. But I'm hoping that they really do realize that they might have struck gold with this. And he should have like 30 to 40 minutes instead of Heath Ledger's 15 in a three and a half hour movie. That's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. But we'll see. So anyways, that's my side. But mark my words, mark this podcast down because I'm just I just want people to 
understand that that is definitely going to happen. All right, so let's see. Okay, obviously they have a lot of DC stuff. Obviously Batman versus Superman. Eh, whatever. God, jump awful. over that one. Some horrible uh, point of action movie, which Har- yep. just was get. I couldn't even watch it. Like it was one of those. Ooh, and I'm gonna get sick. Hardcore like, I, Henry. Yep. And that horrible. was that was the other one that had the Queen song in it as well. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a first-person shooter, but yep. it's like it's bad first-person shooter. Like, I mean, your graphics are like Nintendo 64 GoldenEye kind of crap here. Like, really, you guys could have done it slightly more smoother because yeah, this is bad. No, you're absolutely right. You so should you just stay home. Yeah, stay home and play Half-Life, play Bioshock, do any of those kind of things because that's what this movie is. And you can tell they dumbed down the story extremely because people aren't going to be handled the same way Avatar had to dumb down their story. Like, <laughs> they probably had to dumb down this one because people are going to be like, oh, first person. Like, didn't they see that part in Doom? That was like three minutes. That was enough for me. I didn't need any more. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. And the best part is I'd also like to point out, no one in real life has to reaffirming your name. Just in case you don't know who you are, you are Henry, Harry, whatever. But they say it through the entire trailer, and everyone has to reaffirm that you are who you are, apparently. That gets old really fast. And apparently it didn't work with you because you didn't even remember what the name of the movie was. No, because so. I couldn't even watch the damn thing. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you just turned and away. the room starts to spin. I can't. Ugh, no. Gotcha. So that, yes, that was a big one. Uh, did you get the Gods of Egypt as well? No, but I mean, I know the trailer. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Um, again, I do they not cast people other than white people in these movies about Egypt? Oh, why? That's I, so fun. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, but get speaking it. of Gerard Butler, um, I London never Down, have. I never have I'm and so never excited. will. So excited for London Down, I'm not going to lie. If someone pays me to see that, I will see it for the podcast, but I wouldn't touch that ever. <gasps> ever. Just like I didn't watch oh. the Olympus Has Fallen bullshit either. Oh. Weren't yeah, there... Well, no, yes. It's exactly what yeah. it is, which is why I'm excited about it, because I love that kind of crap. It's hysterical. Weren't there two movies that came out the same year? It was Olympus Has Fallen and some other one where it was a- attacking the White House or White whatever? House, White House oh, Down. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> trying to think what um, oh oh did you get the sasha baron cohen movie oh my god the brothers movie Yo yeah Miles. something brothers horrible yeah it's gonna be trash but it's bad. yeah once again i had people when the firework went up his ass some people actually like gasped and i i was just like really i i'm in the i'm in the theater full of idiots like, see, that doesn't surprise me, though. Like, a rated R movie, you're going to get, a, especially if it's a very male-driven rated R movie, whether it's a good movie or not, you're going to get a certain type of demographic where you're like, oh, you're the people who go and see that. You're the Borat people. Yes, oh. yeah. Right, 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 right. Now, I'm trying to think, were there were there any other, uh, was there anything else? Oh, I was excited. I saw, and I think we talked about this, either the last podcast or the podcast before. Saw the full trailer for The Purge 3, Election Day. Oh, yes. Yeah, it looks really Election good. Year. Right? Yes, it does. Because it's 15 years after the second one, and the guy who was the main character in the second one, who's the hero, he had a great story in the second one, first of all. But then in this one now, he's the protector of the woman who's running for election to take down The Purge. And it turns out now everyone's against her because they want The Purge. So now he has to protect her and go through the city again. It's perfect. Like they have finally got the story down for something like this. And I'm actually excited for it. And I love the fact that it's coming out obviously this year and it's July 4th weekend. Yep. Yeah, it works. And But Independence Day isn't. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know. I'm more excited about Purge in that regard. Yeah. 
No, the I Independence was... Day is going to be an amazing throwaway for me. I'm kind of excited because God knows what else they'll preview before that train wreck. So oh, be good. Yes. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I was just for the purge. It's it's been the first time in a long, long time that I'm excited about about uh, about a horror slash thriller movie. So I am like, yes, finally, this might be something good. So we'll see. We'll see. Especially if they if they build on the second one, I think they'll be in a good place. And then we can do a whole podcast on the entire Purge series. I think that'd be fun. Okay. I'd be up for that. Now, anything else or should we get to the actual movie? Well, let's get to the movie. All right. So now I will preface this by saying the first time that I saw the movie, during all of those trailers, there was a bunch of women shouting out the names of the movies when it first started so when the x-men movie came on and they hadn't said x-men yet they yelled out x-men when it was independence day they yelled out independence day and this was not talking to your friends this is literally yelling out so so this is game show contestant alex i know the answer like it was that kind of like really guys yeah just without the what is why is you know that yeah that kind of thing and i get work i i got worried but I was like, look, it's the beginning of the movie. Uh, you know, trailers, trailers don't really matter. You don't have to, even though that makes them insensitive pieces of trash, maybe they only do it during the trailers and we'll be fine. Uh, uh, spoiler alert, that continued through the movie. So we will we will talk about that as things go on because I might, oh my God. while you're talking, I might yell out what they were saying at the movie screen. Okay. Just, You're so much nicer than me. I would have got one. I would well, have said look, something, and then I would have got up, got my money back, and be like, "Cool, I need to see your next fucking showing because there's jackholes behind me." If, like there's no. If it's men, if there are men doing it, or a girl with a guy, I do the. It, this is this is my standard. I do the turnaround. I give the look, it, and I turn back. If nothing, ha- if, you know, sometimes that takes care of it because I try and be, you know. The second one is a turnaround with a, you know, please, trying to watch the movie. You're not really supposed to talk, you know, that kind of thing. And then the third one is, if, if it's a girl, I talk to the guy. And that is sexist to me, I know, but I, I can't do anything to the, to the girl. I turn to the guy and I say something very derogatory. And I know I can say it on my podcast, but I probably shouldn't. But basically, it's... People will just steal it. It's- yeah, it's basically I'm going to end your life. That's that's the kind of gist I do. Um, and normally that works. If it doesn't work, see, I can't be a narc. I can't go to... Oh, yeah, oh yeah. no, no. No, no, I will cuss you out, and then I will get you thrown out. I'll get a refund, and I'm seeing the next movie. No, no, no. Fuck <laughs> you, you're not ruining my experience, son of a bitch. Yeah, and I, I like I'll, that. See, you're a lot nicer. You do the initial look. I'll get up and immediately be like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> no, I, and I will get up and point this out to the entire audience, because I will shame you, because I'm good at the shaming, and you won't say jack shit to me. I'll meet you outside. Let's see, do this. See, that's what I wish. I wish you had been there, because so in this theater, it's these really, you know, not to, you know, I don't want to shame people. But these very, very overweight women, they were the ones that were doing it. And I can't do anything in that situation because mm. it looks bad for a guy to do something like that. If you had no, been there, I you could have taken it. Yeah, you could have taken the trash out. Yeah, for sure. No, absolutely. Yeah. So we'll we'll get into that later. But that's my normal. That's why I hate going to theaters because I seem to always get those people. It's never just a quiet theater. 
Like I don't know. I don't know why people are so selfish. I don't yeah, know. Welcome Just me. to America. I yeah, don't know. I guess. I guess. That's why we need the purge. We we need the purge. <laughs> All right, go uh, go ahead. Let's start. So we, we kind of started with the movie al- already with the uh, with the opening sequence. All right, we did a little bit of the sequence. We talked about budgets and all that good stuff. Eighty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Right, uh, eight point six stars IMDb out of one hundred and thirty thousand ratings. Oh, there you go. Um, tagline for this movie is badass, smartass, greatass, which is a fantastic tagline yeah, for this I agree. movie. I agree. Yeah, they do. They do tend to um, focus on the ass a few times and focus on the crotch <laughs> multiple Which times. Is both of Ryan Reynolds' winning features. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm surprised people didn't, you know, be outraged. You know, he was a attractive man who was put into a situation where he was turned very, very ugly, and then they had to put a mask on him. Because how ugly he was, and I'm surprised like men didn't get up and go, "Hey, that's that's shaming." That's you know. Well, it, yeah, but you you even jumped over more of a fact. They were showing off his ass, and they were they were highly sexualizing him, and I couldn't believe that they could do that and degrade that type of character. You know what, Kelly? We <laughs> should de- we should demand our money back. Just I saying. can't I can't I'm believe so this. I'm offended as well. They take this very very handsome gentleman, put him in a movie where they cover him up. I mean, jeez, I can't men get a break. Like and, I just, and the, they permanently maim him, and because of this, he has to go on like a killing spree, which also makes you go, mm, "How bad's the vanity?" Yeah, mm. and it's pretty crazy because Princess Leia, her face was completely. <laughs> if All right, so if you could hear the rest of the podcast, if you could hear alone. eye rolls, if you could hear nope. eye rolls right now, I'm done. No, it's fine. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Kelly just basically prat fell. I'm going to go ahead and put on my uh, schnoop by salt and pepper and um, ignore you now. I did not even know the words to that song until I saw the movie. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize they mentioned Uzi in the song. Like, I had, yeah. yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea. All right. I, I take back for now. I take back my Star Wars jab. Thank you. Yes, yes. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Where were we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were getting on stuff, and then you went sidetracked. <laughs> I went on the truth route. Yeah, my uh, my apologies. It's fine. No, it's cool. You got nothing to go with. Uh huh. Uh huh. So right, anyway, so, yes. There you go. Uh, so it's a very interesting opening. It's all slow mo. It's them really are immediately starting poking fun at the industry. Because I mean, we're talking about uh, shots at the producers, the the lawyers involved, all the main characters, without actually giving any names. All their you know, and of course, giving ultimate praise to the writers, yeah. um, which cuts over to him doing. It's is it is that he immediately breaks fourth wall and starts talking in a narration. No, is he's in correct? the isn't he? He's in the taxi first. Oh right, yeah. okay, so he's in the taxi first. Yep. So right. you meet him. You meet his buddy, or ends up being his buddy, uh, the guy who's driving the taxi, and it's awesome. just it's a very very good intro scene to really show you his character he without realized. even yeah without even showing his face. He just, right. you get that kind of like Spider-Man-esque, like, you know, bravado. That's that's what I got. I, I can't wait to see them together at some point, hopefully. It's going to be very difficult. They make plenty of references in the movie. Yeah, that's that's what I've always loved. I've loved that. I mean, in the comics, Deadpool has even faced Carnage before. Like, I, I like, they are very similar to me, and Spider-Man's always been my favorite, close to at least, when it comes to, like, full-fledged superheroes 
So I think their witty banter back and forth is always good. So you kind of get introduced to that. He is a weird guy. And you just get this whole thing about his character without even seeing him. That's just, he's there, and you know what you're in for. Right. Let's see. Uh, yep, so Taxi Ride. Taxi uh, Ride. So he's in the back seat yes. of the cab, and he's kind of messing with the window. He's playing out the window. He realizes he's bored, so he crawls through that tiny little opening with, to sit up front with the cab driver. With which two is fucking katanas. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, he makes it through. It's nice little landing and whatnot. And of course, they start doing the back-and-forth banter. Yep. And that's how you do, the, and that's where the love story enters into yes. it. And you realize he he realizes he left his ammo bag, which is a, a yep, <laughs> going to be later on as well. But yeah, then you get to the love story part. Uh, where do they cut to from there? Because there's a lot of cutting around in this movie. Yeah, it jumps around a lot because yep. there's that main action sequence, which is the bridge and bridge and the highway and that stuff. But it it goes to, um, I believe it goes from there to the bar scene. No, 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 no. It goes okay. from there to the, it's the pizza. Yes, yes. So you yes. go. So you meet. You meet him before his face was all fucked up, and you meet or to, total body, I guess, really, and his powers and all that kind of stuff. And you see, he's still a, he's a bad guy with a heart of gold. Whatever. He's a mercenary. Yeah, he's a mercenary. So he gets, uh, he gets hired by a girl to stop a guy who's been stalking her. So right. and it turns out the pizza guy that shows up is a, the guy from the Inbetweeners, right? Well, yeah, which I I was laughing at right from the start. But there's a very funny back and forth between there's the guy whose house it is who he just shows up in like that was good. He's got bedazzled pants on and he's got that c- classic Boston douchebag look. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it just it was perfect for the theater I was in. And yeah, it was just. You you kind of realize he was he's that really a good guy, but he's the anti-hero, you know that kind of thing. It's it's his introduction to his mercenary work, so that gives you that character background before he goes full blown superhero, quote unquote. Um, so he goes through that whole thing. Obviously, this person's not going to mess with this person anymore. And the way he gets paid is he has the gold card, and the gold card, which means he goes down at the local bar, which is nicely called um, Sister Margaret's School of Wayworld Girls, yep. also known as Hell House in the comic book. Right. Uh, it's actually kind of a fantastic, and it's a seedy little um, mercenary bar. Yep. And that's and that's where you get introduced to T.J. Miller. Weasel. Weasel. Yep. And T.J. Miller was playing a very very low key role for. <laughs> every other thing that he does <laughs> if anything he showed the most range i've ever seen him which was amazing <laughs> yeah. actually he's a great weasel he did yeah. a fantastic job uh, very very good job he's the friend who wants bad things to happen to deadpool so that he can get money like he's always there with just the wrong thing to say and it just works out very very well the quote-unquote comic relief yeah and it and it works and it works uh you you see some more dynamics of of um Deadpool the way Wade Wilson how he is with the other people like he's well liked um but he he causes shit you know stirs up the pot and then you meet the chick from Serenity and Firefly cuz that's where I know her from Vanessa yep and the I love was interest. I was cursing that we didn't see her naked fully naked yeah you see tits no you don't because I watched it twice. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. Then my yeah, eyes are do. not my eyes are not twenty twenty then. Because <laughs> I well, looked. Shit, I totally saw nipple. I burned a hole in that screen, <laughs> looking to see if because the first time I was like, "Holy shit, that was way too quick." 
And then yeah. the second time I went to see the movie, I was like, I am focused. And I still couldn't see it. <laughs> but I wanted to. F- oh, man. Awesome. Because she played. So this is, again, her playing a stripper or a, a prostitute because yeah, she prostitute. was also the space prostitute in Firefly and Serenity. Right. She's also in a ton of other stuff, um, yeah. but I like her a lot. I think she's, I think she's good at what she does, and she worked very well in this role. Uh, <laughs> uh, the fat Gandalf comment was great, you know, when uh, when the big trucker guy goes by to, or the big motorcyclist guy or whatever goes by her. I thought that was a great scene. And yeah, I mean, it, that's yeah. her initial introduction, so it gives you a little bit of her character. You're dealing with pretty much the exact same person as Wade Wilson in a female form, the exact same kind of humor and whatnot. Um, I, one thing that I, I was kind of interested in is that they never look okay. So Vanessa, also known as AKA Copycat, um, yeah. she is a mutant that you come to find out. They didn't allude to it at all in this movie. Yeah, not at all. They didn't. She did do some sort. There was some sort of quote towards Ajax at the end, and like you have no idea all the different lives I've lived. True. Like it, like so in that regard. But I don't know if they're waiting for a Deadpool sequel to bring that out or what they're gonna do. I would, I would hope so because she talks about her how bad her life was. I mean, that's one of the gimmicks that gets them together is just trying to one up each top, other. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to top yeah. each other. And that was out. great when they're yeah they're talking about. How, you know, he lived in the closet and he watched all of his birthday parties through the closet that was also his bedroom. And she was like, I had I had a dishwasher box. And he goes, you had a dishwasher? Yeah, it's just it is great. It's it's very well done. That kind of placement. It just works very well with the dialogue. So, um, yeah, it shows that she's had a tough, very tough life. And it makes sense that in that universe, she might have developed some mutant powers at some point because that's kind of the running theme with a lot of people in in those type of situations. Wasn't Jubilee, even though Jubilee was made up, you know, for the comics. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so and then they cut from there. You know, he's he offers her money. uh, You know, what can I get for this amount? She's like forty eight minutes of the best time or of your life or whatever. Whatever the fuck you want to do. Oh yes, Uh, yes. Sorry. uh, it's two hundred and seventy dollars only then he's like okay. okay and then they cut looking like they're having sex but they pull back and they're there to play skee-ball fuck yeah yeah i thought well, you know putting you balls and I holes whatever i want yeah. balls and holes balls and holes Absolutely. so once again showing the you know the ca- kind of character he is all that kind of stuff uh, showing her character as well and come on a voltron ring how fucking cool oh, is that yeah, yeah. Four lion heads? It's another three minutes. Can I get you four minutes? What are we going to do for the other three minutes and 37 seconds? I don't know. Cuddle? And then they cut to the obligatory sex scene. Oh, I love, I love, I love my calendar, girl. I forgot that I do like that song. And that song just works perfectly in that whole situation. But I swear, I'm going to have to see it now, I guess, for a third time. Because I swear you don't see your tits in that. I swear. No, I was paying attention to you. Trust me. I was like, well, I wonder if they actually show them or not. This yeah. Is, no, this, I was focused as well. I was this, very interested in this. This is fucked up. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm pissed now. All right. So they do, yeah, the every like holiday they're, they're showing so how it's, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So uh, Chinese New Year, Valentine's Day. Um, what is it? Um, Women's Appreciation Day happened to be one of my particular favorites there. Yeah. I'm going to um, go with what his answer was on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Lent, which they're not doing anything, yeah. which is even better. Yep. They, they uh, worked out very well. And Halloween's a fun one. Fucking yes, that was that was great. Might have to try that sometime. That was a that was a good little ploy there. And uh, Thanksgiving, which was gross. Oh, 
Ew, yeah. Kind of, Thanksgiving kind of made me go, no, it's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you realize, hey, they're going to be in love or they are in love and, you know, this is great, blah, blah. You've got the good part of the origin story, you know, before everything turns to shit. And he even mentions right. that, too. I mean, he even right. breaks the fourth wall again and yeah. says that. Life's just a lovely bit of train wrecks one after the other and then you, there's nice little commercial breaks of happiness. Yeah. And now, did they already switch back to the highway scene before that or during that or did they go into the cancer part and then cut to the no they go to cancer first yeah so pretty much it's christmas now they're in their ugly sweaters um he actually proposes to her which is hysterical yes the ring pop Um, was very funny yes and where it might have been each other at the same time (laughs) anyway i and that was uh, you knew where that joke was going but it was very good it was very good yep (laughs) Uh, so, yeah, you find out he's got cancer, and that's when the train, quote-unquote train wreck hits. Um, I think this is when – is this when they cut back to that scene? I'm trying to think See, I because wanna, they have to. Yeah, I want to say they cut back because, like we said, as you've hopefully seen the movie, they cut around a lot. So I believe they cut back to the highway scene from the very beginning, and he's sitting there waiting, knowing that this shoop, brigade shoop, of bad guys – yep, and that's where his shoop shoop is on – and he's drawing a very crude child's drawing of him cutting off Francis's head. And you don't know who Francis is at this point. Right. But, just, it's like two men just killing each other. Yep. He's listening to Shwoop with his crayons. Yep. And he, and he breaks fourth walls and some more stuff. Yep. This is where he talks directly to the audience and lets them know. And that was where he did his jokes about how he got a movie dedicated to himself, which was by <laughs> filleting <laughs> Wolverine. <laughs> Which is awesome. And also makes reference to it actually being a uh, Hugh Jackman and not Wolverine because he does oh, no, an yeah. Australian accent, accent and talks and about him. Balls. Yeah, smooth yeah. balls down under. <laughs> Way down under. Yep. So it just works perfectly. It's it's great. So then they have the huge ass highway crazy action, which was way which better than. Added, just the way that they shot that felt very Michael Bay. But way better than Matrix. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. Way better than Matrix. Well, but it definitely I shouldn't even had that, mention like, I'm almost two. waiting for Autobots to come across the street and start throwing things. Like, sure. it had, definitely had that feel to it. But so, at like, least they at least focused in on some things inside instead of it being, yeah, yeah. So he's making jokes while he's beating people up. While he's killing know. people. Yeah, while he's, yeah, literally, yeah. Killing, killing people. Killing people, yep. Uh, and I like the scene. I thought it was a good action scene. You know, yeah, no, great action scene. Yeah. And it, you know, was set up for so many other things. Yep. So then... Do they cut again away from this before the end? Did they do the bullet thing then, or did they go back and then come back? No, actually, they're in the car scene. They do uh, they pull back, and you realize that it is a news thing that's actually showing at the Xavier. Ah, yes. Uh, <laughs> at the X Men house, and it's yeah. Colossus sitting there eating his grape nuts, and he's like, "Son of a bitch, it's Deadpool!" You know, this this mass murderer in a red suit, and he's like, "All right, let's go get the chopper. We gotta go break this shit up." And it's him and Negasonic something. Negasonic Teenage Warrior. Yes, and I am not familiar with her. I must have left X-Men at some point where I did not meet her. There's like three million X-Men anyway, but her character is actually a lot of fun. Oh, okay. Well, in this movie, I liked her. I just No, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the same kind of, yeah, it's very brooding Sinead O'Connor. Yes, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so Colossus is almost like the father figure for her. Which is so funny. Yeah, and she's like, why would he want to join 
why would he want to join the X-Men? Like, what's the, what are the perks? And Colossus is like, she's like, oh, you know, the house that, the house that blows up every few years. <laughs> and Colossus is like. Which is funny because it makes reference to the yes. trailer for Apocalypse in which they're blowing up the house again. Shocking. That happens all the fucking time. So, every single yeah. movie. <laughs> so it just works. Yeah, exactly. It works. So, um, yeah. And Colossus never turns back into regular guy. Yeah, He's no. always a CGI colossus yeah but it's it's fine though i'm i'm completely fine with that uh so then do they cut back to the highway scene for more fight or do they go back to real life uh before that i can't remember no i think uh no no no. what it is is i want to say this is when he goes and this is the 12 bullet countdown section of the movie another great way to progress the story yep that was ed everyone knows i'm sure but yeah that was Really well done. You still see some of his person. I mean, you see a lot of his personality when he gets mad and he gets shot and he ends up shooting some guy three times instead of one. Cause Son of a bitch. Yeah, he's like worth it. It just yeah. It, <laughs> good. Way bad. Totally worth it. Okay. Bad Deadpool. Good Deadpool. Bad Deadpool. Yeah. 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 And it just his character is still once again. You know what you're getting and it's fun. It's a different look at this action thing because really. I personally can't think of a superhero movie, comic movie, where anyone who's like anyone having fun doing that. Right? Yeah. No. You de- the best part is is because he isn't since he is narrating his movie pretty much. You're getting you're definitely getting the inter- internal monologue that you hope all superheroes are having. Yeah. But they actually aren't allowed to show it because they're right. just being superheroes. Because maybe maybe you got. I guess I I don't always call it a superhero movie but i guess the one rated r movie is kick-ass i guess and kick-ass he kind of had that monologue about how awesome it was what he was doing but he wasn't slicing people you know he wasn't shooting people in the head he was you know he was fighting them but his goal right. wasn't to kill people deadpool right, right. is to get rid of the garbage right. you know? yeah you're in my way yeah that kind of thing so i guess i should amend myself and say probably the first r movie for a comic book was uh, Kick-Ass. And then there was also that movie Super that was similar to Kick-Ass, but more serious. It had Rain Wilson and, um, uh, crap, the girl from uh, Whip It and um, Inception and Juno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't think of her name. Yeah, I can't think of her name. That was a more serious look at a person that didn't have superhero powers but was pretending to be a superhero. Yeah. It's on Netflix. It's it's eh. It's it's not okay. it's a completely different movie from Kick Ass, but if you like that kind of thing, you might like that movie. It's dark. Well, it's, sure. it's it's Mystery Man. If you Mystery Man actually had real powers, this is exactly how all of them would act. Like it's that cause those characters are the humanized characters where you're like, Oh no, yeah, I'd totally fucking kill him too. Like it's that yeah. that group. I, I feel the rage. Yes. So angry. Yes. yes. Um <laughs> I saw that recently. It's not as bad as I remembered it to be it's actually not terrible but that's maybe saying too much who knows uh so so yes so deadpool and he's looking for francis that's the whole point you don't really you don't know who francis is yet but that's who he's looking for and he finds them later after another cutscene. or do they they have him beat up francis for no, a little bit I, no 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 first they introduce you to him so this is where it goes over in the system where deadpool's actually created this is where he has um it goes to the it's the bar scene where you have the Agent Smith character, which is only known as the recruiter, um, and that's actually Jed Reeves, who I immediately was like, "Holy shit, it's the alien from Galaxy Quest!" Yes, 
Yeah, yes. same same here. Yes. He was the the pedophile looking motherfucker. Is <laughs> still rocking that look. Yep. Still rocking that look. Yeah, cuz basically what happens is once once uh Wade finds out he has cancer, like major major cancer, well, he wants to yeah, he wants to bail and Vanessa wants him to stay because she loves him and all that kind of crap. And he goes to the bar, talks to um, Weasel. And what I like, Weasel's like, here, just so you know, you know, he gives him the card, which just has the number. It's completely black, just a number, and says, go look at that shady motherfucker. He might, he might further the plot. And it's just so off the cuff that if you weren't listening, you wouldn't notice. Dude, yeah, the stabs at the industry are amazing, and they're constantly making comments where they're like, eh, fuck it, and this is how we do a movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> And it, like I said, it works. So he goes over and talks. You know, he's basically making jokes about him looking like a pedophile, which he does. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah, makes the panel van joke and the, you know, we're just so you know, we're 500 yards from a school. So the you need schools, to. Schools, you might want to yeah. weasel your way out. Yeah. yeah. And I did love, even though, and this is, you know, this is a minor fault I had. A lot of the very good jokes were in the trailer. And you don't. You don't need to do that anymore, I don't think. No. But the the shake wake joke was in, which I enjoyed. But now this is also <laughs> where this shake-wake. yeah shake a little shake weighty. Um, it's okay for us to do that here on the podcast. It's not okay for the stupid pieces of shit in the theater to say the line with the dialogue. Oh no, I'm not kidding you. That happened multiple times, and this is one of them. Yes, I lost. I, I was screaming in my head. I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't believe it. Oh. Yes, I know. I know. Sacred rule. Sacred yeah. rule. If you, I, I am a. I definitely. If I've seen it and I enjoy the movie, I will totally mouth shit. I will never actually say it out loud. Right. Well, wait till no. we get to later, because no. that was only the that was the tip of the fucking iceberg. So, so that's that's one thing there. But yes, right there though, still you know furthering along the plot. That, that's that's what he's doing. Um, then now I think you still cut back to the bridge again, right? Now. No, because you still have to be introduced to Ajax. So what it is oh, is it okay. goes into right. him being admitted, and then you get the initial intro to um, who Ajax is. Um, he's the doctor who's a who's um, it's not a it's technically not the Weapon X program because um, it's not government commissioned even though technically if you read the comics it's actually the Canadian and American government blah 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 who are experimenting to bring out mutant genes for super soldiers um, this is a sideline of that which is uh, one of the doctors from that I'm going to go off a little rant here um, <laughs> one of the doctors from that have gone ahead and tried to um, profiteer this on their own and that's who um, he's accidentally gotten sucked into um, thinking that they're going to cure his cancer so he can go back to Vanessa he gets introduced to Ajax, and Ajax's little fun bodyguard, um, Angel Dust. Angel Dust, which is interesting that they grabbed her because she's not a part of any of this. Like, yeah. if you ever read her background, she's a very two-tone character, and I'm like, so you guys just looked for a chick with superhuman strength yeah. that you don't actually give a backstory to. Yeah, and she's too. I mean, she's she's one-dimensional in this movie. Oh, so, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no. So, but that's where you that's where you find out who. It gets into that they torture you type of deal. They're trying to heighten your um, adrenaline to make you mutate. Yeah. And apparently, stress on the body is what can cause the genes to change. And Tell in doing so, it. of course, because it's Wade and Wade can't keep his mouth shut, um, <laughs> he finds out what the guy's real name is, and it's Francis. Yes. And yeah, he's not a fan 
of being called Francis. Francis, yeah. right. Because so, I'm the persona of Ajax. Yes. Francis. And of course he does it in front of all the other patients, which uh-huh. makes it even better. Yep. So yeah, so he's pissed. Um, and we had seen Ajax earlier, which we didn't know who it was. We knew he was a mutant because he's selling off something to the what you yeah to a warlord which is a character that you're not introduced to yes either. exactly yeah and you can tell they don't have the best relationships because like, I have to deal with you yeah it's a have to deal with your relationship and that's where that's where uh, I've been asked the question and I'll I'll give a shout out this was Chris's question so one of his little issues with the movie even though he very much enjoyed it was that why towards the end where they are doing the fighting and stuff like that why did he have only regular hired guns why didn't he have a whole little army of super mutants or mutants that he had you know used in the lab that he had made or created in the lab and what i had said was even though that probably would have been a good thing to do for the ending like if you wanted a bad guy who was you know larger than life and then you had all these different mutants with different powers that he had to fight through that would have been a little extra but one their budget was very low they even mentioned how much action they had to take out from the script it was like nine pages of action whatever but then also he even mentions because the lab ends up burning down and because deadpool starts killing everyone that ajax knows he doesn't have time to settle and it's not like he has a good relationship with Warlord or anyone else that he can be like, hey, lend me some of those guys back because I need to take care of something. You know what I mean? That was my oh, answer. Yeah. Do you have a do you have a separate answer for that? I mean, I can give you the comic book equivalent oh, to why sure. that doesn't happen. Um, Ajax is not the head of the program, even though he's the only oh, figure you're introduced to. That is true. Um, yes. It's uh, it's uh, Dr. Kilbrew is actually the head of this entire program, which you are not introduced to. Yeah, um, so really, it would money. be on his. Yeah. yeah, it would be on his authority to give over any of these um, weapon X characters right. um, or trainees or whatever. But you're not introduced to him, so they kind of just glossed over that and then just went with the mercenary aspect yeah right right. so that makes sense all right so yeah so you meet so you know what ajax is doing you know that he hates wade, you know wade wade R- wade well they, it's a mutual hatred yeah oh for absolutely <laughs> so now they go back to the bridge right 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 so now after he's killed all these different people he's asking where's francis where could he be and he's a guy on a motorcycle so he goes by, the guy shoots, you know, Francis shoots him with a with an Uzi or whatever. Deadpool throws his katana, hits the bike. Francis is now on the street, and now it's Deadpool's time to get his revenge. Right. And a nice little sequence there of him just body slamming him and kicking his face in with the helmet on, like just <laughs> destroying him and having having fun just <laughs> Beating from, on him. Yeah, he's saying, "Oh, wait, you know, Deadpool from Regina, wh- whatever Illinois is like." He kicks him in the face. He's like, "Oh, that's why Regina sounds like or rhymes with fun." And right. Just, very well done with the dialogue, and it just works. And I'm killing, I'm butchering some of it, anyways. But uh, he gets him in the position he wants. He throws his sword right through the cement, right through his body. Got him pinned down, and I don't even think we m- mentioned it. So Ajax is. Uh, mutant power is that so he's he doesn't heal 
but he's yeah, he's not regenerative yeah. in that in that sense. Um, he has a, a extraordinary reflexes. He's got the lightning reflexes kind of a deal. On top of having um, no nerve pain, he can't yeah. feel anything. His nerves are dead. Right, and he has super strength and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, right, which can be a reflex. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah, oh, true, very true. So yeah, so it's so putting that sword through him doesn't bother him. It's just he's now incapacitated, that kind of thing, right? And now right. what? One of my favorite lines in the movie is when he's looking him in the face, and he goes. Francis, I'm going to do to you what Limp Biscuit did to Rock. And he goes In the nineties. In the nineties, yep. <laughs> that was that was one of my favorite lines in the movie, if not favorite. But as that happens, he realizes someone's coming up behind him and we see it's Colossus, and he goes to do a he goes cockshot and he throws his his fist back and just smashes it against Colossus. And, and well, he, he starts feeling him up, and he's yeah, like, then, um, "Death, death." <laughs> and it's just, and then Colossus takes him and throws him far into a car, and that's when they switch back again to what the rest of the stuff that happens in the uh, uh, in Weapons the laboratory, yeah, whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where you realize how much of a dick, even more, Francis is. You see how he finally gets his powers. Right, how Deadpool actually mutates. It gives you that whole backstory. Um, and then that actually leads over to um, Wade ending up... A, there's a whole big thing, a meltdown, and then he ends up escaping, yep. or surviving is a better way to, to explain that. He survives what happens inside the clinic. He got his that, ass beat by, by Francis. Right, pretty, pretty much. Fun. Yeah. Um, Left for dead. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts over to um, the wayward school for yeah. uh, girls. Yeah, and also I think even before that, possibly I think they did the scene where he was trying to go talk to Vanessa, but because his face was all fucked up and people could see as he's walking down the street, everyone's looking at him and making disgusted, you know, all faces right. and comments. He looks like a burn victim, yeah. really. And even then, he doesn't even look nearly as bad as some of the stuff that I've seen um, on actual burn victims. So it's still kind yeah. of one of those like. Okay, but it's, I don't know, it's not as horrible as I feel like they're making it out to be. Well, it's but, just no, that he was it. so handsome before, so then, oh, he's not your, he's I'm, not I'm your sorry. type? No, I'm sorry. He's not Amityville handsome. He's not oh um, my um, God. Van Wilder handsome. I'm sorry. Hold on I'm a second. Sorry. Can we Whoa, please? No, no. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not denying his handsomeness in other movies. I'm saying, can we please talk about that Amityville? Please, one of my favorite parts in any movie I've ever seen in my life. You you did see it, I'm assuming. Of course. Okay. Do you can you think there's there's two scenes in that movie that make me laugh out loud that I laughed in the theater when everyone was like scared and all that kind of stuff. The one okay, was. Wait. Can you guess the okay. t- save the save? There's one directly with Ryan Reynolds and how he's supposed to be attractive. That's one of them. But the other. That's the o- probably the only one I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah. Right okay. Now. The other one is where the um the dead girl ghost sticks the babysitter's finger in her bullet wound that was that made me laugh out loud for the one but the part that is relevant to what we're talking about i just wanted to say that because i hadn't thought of that for a while so i don't understand you know you're saying that you don't chop wood topless i mean yes who doesn't do that so before the before he gets to amneyville horror house or whatever he's like a great stepfather and then 
all of a sudden, as soon as he walks in the house, he's like dick step stepdad. So he's got the stepkid there, the the kid who's like a little chubby or whatever, and he takes off his shirt. He's like, I'm gonna teach you how to chop wood. And he takes off his shirt and he makes and it's like almost slow motion. And he gets the axe and he makes the kid hold the wood there for him, which is not how anyone would recommend cutting wood ever. Ever. Yeah. And I just remember and it's just him posing the entire time chopping wood <laughs> while while his stepkid is holding the thing. Anyway, sorry. So I had to mention that because that is still one of my all time favorite scenes in a movie. There's just it I can't believe the writers just thinking about it, just being like, Wait, 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 how do we get his abs in the movie? Wait a second. <laughs> I think my stepdad did something similar to me. <laughs> let, me, let, me put this, let me put this in the script. I, I have a regressed memory coming back. Hold on. Just wait for it. There it is. But oh, I mean, that, that's, that's always the problem, though. I mean, let's see. They had Posey Parker kick his ass Blade 3. That's oh, the only yeah, time he gets yeah. his chest. Or his obligatory, very, very perfectly placed tattoo also in that movie. It was kind of fun. Yes. He was a good Hannibal King. That movie just blew. Great Hannibal King. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's all. Um, all right. So... <laughs> we, we got way off tangent there. Um, so, yeah. So, he, Vanessa, he's he's worried. You know, obviously, you know Vanessa would take him back in a second. But he doesn't know that. So, you know, he doesn't end up going to talk to her. And then he goes to the bar. And now I will tell you about another scene where when Weasel and Wade are going back and forth on, you know, what he looks like now. So it's like the avocado fucked an older oh. avocado, like all oh, that stuff. There's so many. Hold on, I got some great ones in here. Yeah, yeah. Well, how uh, many did they do in the movie? I want to say they do actually three, but I believe that there's fifteen, which will be in the DVD. So by the way, all three were what these fucking women in the theater quoted, line for line, while the movie was happening. Lovely. Yep. So that's another. That's another thing. I just have to point out because if I had to deal with it, you guys have to hear about what I dealt with. So <laughs> now, secondly, and now to get it's not off topic, but it's part of my story. Uh, this is where the end of my second movie happened. I have not seen Deadpool two times. I saw it one and a quarter times or one <laughs> one and a third times because Right when I was seeing it in IMAX the second time, the movie completely turned off right now. Turned off, the dim lights came on, and a really weird, ominous announcement came on that there's been an incident and everyone needs to file out through the exits. So in this huge, massive movie theater that has like 30 screens or something like that, 20, 30, somewhere around there, they evacuated everyone. And at this point, I'm looking around like there's got to be a shooter somewhere. Like there's no way because it's not the same alarm as the fire alarm. So I didn't know what was going on. So we end up going outside and they didn't tell us anything that was happening. And then like the cops showed up and there were ambulances and all this kind of stuff. So we left to go to get a drink. And when we came back like an hour plus later, they were still closed down. Now, it just turns out, though, it was just a water pipe burst that was it but what a weird like alarm system and then why also would you have to close down the entire theater too like i don't know enough about plumbing to know that kind of thing but it was very weird 
it was kind of so I actually only saw the movie one and a third times. So that's my long story. But I have never had that happen before. I don't know if you've ever had an alarm go off in a theater. But the only time, that's the only time it's happened. So that was, okay. So anyways, that's my story. Hopefully my friends will get their money back. Wish they better. Otherwise, no, you should absolutely get in yeah, because that's crap because that's completely out of your control. It's almost like because um, I've been to actually two different movies where either the audio was off or like it actually it looked like the screen like split. Like it was that like tearing and then like I saw that audio, but there was nothing on the screen. I've had right. that happen twice. Oh, OK. Yeah, I haven't. I've been pretty lucky with that. I'm not lucky with the people in the theater that I'm with, but I'm normally lucky with the movie going all the way through that kind of thing. Right. right. So where did we leave off then? Um, we were about to have them going um, oh. back and forth on their little um, describing what he looked yes. like. Now, do you, would you like to read some of those or are we going to wait and let them enjoy that on the DVD? Um, we can give them at least one of them. All right. Go ahead. Do, uh, do a couple that weren't in the movie. Oh, I don't have the ones that weren't oh, in the movie. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have decent stuff, but... (laughs) Um, What is it? Uh, Let's see. As I go through all my stuff. Okay. Uh, You look like a testicle with teeth. You look like Freddy Krueger face-fucked a topographical map of Utah. That's, That's one of the ones that the woman said out loud. Yep. God, you're almost haunting to look at. You look like an avocado who had sex with an older, more disgusting avocado. <laughs> I love that avocado. But, like, yeah. but it wasn't like consensual sex. It was hate <laughs> fucking. This is, this, is, this is, you know, it's that kind of a, this is how they're going back and forth. Yeah, TJ's, so. TJ's good with this for sure. Right. I mean, this is down his, his wheelhouse, so it, it makes sense. And this is where also you get the origin of the name Deadpool. Right, this, yeah, because yeah. of the... Yes. The actual Deadpool that they had for the mercenaries, you could put money on what mercenary you thought was going to die, and then you get paid off, you know, that kind of thing. So that's where you get that. You also get the origin of the, because they do a montage now, right? Now is the montage scene where he goes ahead and he starts making his own costume and starts killing, beating people up, whatever, to try and get to Francis. Right. Captain Deadpool. Yeah, Captain Deadpool first, and then it ends up just being Deadpool. Um, and then he ends up having a like white suit, and then he ends up making it red because he's told by Blind Al that uh, he should, if he's going to bleed, he should have a red suit. And he ends Which up... I mean, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so yeah, so this is actually probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah, so it's his initial montage. He's in an all-white suit. Obviously, he gets shot. He bleeds, so it becomes a red suit. So they just, it cuts over to him in the laundromat, and he's trying to, um, uh, what is it, the specialty stick, the um, uh, target straight stripe strip to yeah, uh, yeah. try to <laughs> yeah, white out this thing. He's just there. standing there trying to white it out. <laughs> There's a, an older black woman who's clearly blind who says, you know, this is how you get out blood stains, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you might as well just wear a red suit. Um, and that's where you are introduced to Al. Now, the yep. interesting thing about um, Blind Al is they don't give you any perspective on her. She's actually a retired British super agent, um, which they don't give you no, any nothing. background yeah, on. Right. But um, I don't know if they'll eventually bring that in later on in the sequel. But she's actually a fantastic character. I mean, she was good even for the little parts that she was in because yeah, he ends up relief, yeah. yeah when he when he can't get when he can't go ahead and get with Vanessa, he moves in with her. Right. So Craigslist. it's just <laughs> yay Craigslist. Yes. Yep. And it's just, 
It's so great. Their interaction is fucking hilarious. Fucking Ikea. Yep. So, okay, but before that, before we get into that part, they go back now to the bridge again. Go back to where he's dealing with Colossus. Yes. Now he has and, to deal um, with Colossus. The teenager. Yep, and Negasonic. Um, holy shit, this part is hilarious. <laughs> like, Deadpool obviously just wants to... Ki- well, first of all, he wants Francis to cure him of the facial stuff. Not the powers and everything, but he wants his no, no. body... He doesn't want to look like a pimple anymore. Is unbelievable. Yes. He's, yeah. <laughs> he wants to be, you know, pretty again. And Francis says he can do that. So he's he doesn't kill him yet. He's going to play around with him, and then he's going to get the cure, and he's going to be able to go back to Vanessa, and everything's going to be great. Uh, Colossus won't let him kill people and wants him to join the X-Men. So now they're fighting, and Deadpool is a mutant, and he's superhuman, but he still can't do anything to Colossus because Colossus is extremely powerful. So anytime Deadpool does anything to him, he basically breaks his hand. Like he'll punch him and it breaks his hand. And then that was one of my favorite parts too is he breaks one hand, still goes after him, breaks the other hand, and then he starts T-Rexing him. And he says that every dinosaur was afraid of the T-Rex. And he's just going around with his arm, just his hands hanging with this weird crunchy sound anytime he moves them. Uh, And it's just... Very good. And this whole time he's joking around with Negasonic. He asks her, he's just like making fun of her moody teenager ways, asks her what her name is, and he's like, Can we fucking switch names? Like that is a great <laughs> that is a great name. It's actually a really great uh yeah. yeah. It's a really great quote too. Like no, his one liners in this movie are absolutely fantastic. Yeah. We're not we're not doing uh, credit to this because we can't. Like it's just You're right. Yeah. No, yeah. It and it's one of those things where like God damn. Yeah, just listening to, I mean, the writers are clearly are the heroes of this movie because it's really freaking hysterical. No, yeah. So Colossus comes upon him before the whole fight scene, and of course he's making fun of everybody. Uh, what is it? If I ever decide to become a fry- crime fighting shit swizzler who rooms with a bunch of older little whiners at Neverland Mansion with some creepy old bald Heaven's Gate looking motherfucker, <laughs> on that day I'll send you a shiny little happy ass friend request, okay? Yep. He has no interest in being being that kind of character. It's just you get an idea of this is how he's talking to Colossus. Right, and Colossus um, won't and, let him. And Colossus is like, yeah. oh, you can't leave. I'm taking you with me. Like that's just how this is working. And Hence one, the fighting. So yeah. he ends up handcuffing him and dragging him off. And, and at that point, though, bef- even a little bit before that, this is why he gets so pissed off. Is because while Colossus is you know telling him all this shit, Francis has escaped. So right, that, he turns around and he loses his mind. Yeah, he loses his mind. Decides to beat on Colossus. Yeah, he just keeps on like looking back at Colossus and looking back at where Francis used to be and back and forth and back and forth and doing shocked face, and then he's just super pissed. He's like, "I am, I am taking you out, like for sure." They even made he even made a joke when he's like, "I'm taking you back to, uh, to the mansion or whatever, or to um, ah, uh, does he say to Professor X or something like that or something similar?" Uh, right, right. Deadpool says, Mick, Mick, how do you say it, McAvery? Oh, yeah, uh, no, no. So, yeah, yeah so, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he makes reference to Xavier, and he's like, so wait, uh, McAvoy or Stewart? Yeah, there you go. He's like, because <laughs> both of them are kind of, these timelines are just all screwed up. I can't tell which one switches on anymore. <laughs> yep, so that was good. Once again, breaking that fourth wall. And I think at one point he says, breaking the fourth wall within the fourth wall, that's like 16 walls. 
<laughs> so yes. So yeah. So it's a flashback within a flashback in which he actually does talk to you about the character. Yeah. No, that's a really, really good scene as well. So, so Colossus handcuffs him, and Deadpool tries. You know, he kicks him and he breaks his foot, and he's just being dragged along. And he says, you know. Hey, have you ever seen 127 hours? Seven hours? Yep. Spoiler alert. Yep. And just takes that knife out and just saws his hand off while leaving it in the middle finger up position. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you know, <laughs> the teenage X-Men, which I can never pronounce her name right, Negasonic, yes. is just like, ew, ew. Oh, yep. and there's the money shot, the blood squirt, the whole thing. And so he pretty much jumps off the bridge, lands in the trash truck. Yep. And, of course, it cuts back to him just flicking off Colossus. Yep. And then he goes to the house with Blind Owl, and that's where you can see he's fucking pissed. Um, he can't believe he lost Francis and that Colossus cost him that. And now his hand is very slowly growing back. Uh, and he's super pissed because Blind Owl doesn't know what's going on. And she's offering him, like, bacitration. <laughs> like, this isn't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just fucking funny. So by the end of their little sequence, basically, you know, he makes jokes about her and they're like hanging out. But you can tell they have a very nice relationship. Like he's like laying on her at one point, like head on her lap or whatever. And his hand is growing back like a little baby hand, like a really gross, disgusting, like little baby hand. And you want to take this one? He touches her face. And she's like, oh, my God, do you have a teeth? And he's like, yeah, what's this thing before it hits uh, pu- uh, puberty? I got to take this thing out for a try because, you know, this thing's going to feel huge in it. <laughs> Which they already yeah. cut to earlier in the scene. They yeah. overly fast forwarded to him whacking off in his house, um, masturbating with a unicorn. Yes. So this is the preemptive to that because he continues to talk to her, grabs all the stuff he needs for that scene, and then wanders off to the bedroom in which he does a drive-by. Lovely humor. <laughs> yes. Lovely humor. Yep. Especially for the blind woman. Like it's just Which it's, is even better. Yep, it's perfect. So yeah, so done all that. Francis now knows what they you know, who the guy is under the mask who's been terrorizing their groups. You know, they they had a whole montage of him killing lots of people. One time he was beating up a woman and he didn't know if he was allowed to do that. Like he had a, a Zamboni. And that's exactly what which I was is thinking. Which Canadian reference, which is awesome. And that's what I was thinking when I was in the theater. I was like, is it sexist not to do anything? Is it sexist to just sit here and listen to your stupid fat mouth right. shout at the screen? Because you're all liberated and I should be able to cuss you out because you're being fucking horrible. Yeah. So, uh, we, you know, the, he, he kills someone with a Zamboni. Like, there's just tons of stuff he's doing, blah, blah, blah. So, now Francis knows, so he tells Angel Dust. So, now they know, hey, we, you know, they go to Weasel's place, the mercenary den. And they see a picture of him and Vanessa. And she goes, well, of course she goes, oh, I know who this is. I've seen her before. Because she's a dancer at the strip club. Or a waitress, I guess. I yeah, they made her a waitress. Yeah, they made her a waitress for it. So, um, uh, what what happens? So, Deadpool realizes now he has to go. Well, as soon yeah. as they leave the bar, well, after they make the, the Blade 2 reference, which is amazing. Yes, yes they did the make the, yeah. They're all mono in their mono... Uh, Monochromatic. Uh, yeah. Outfits, yeah. yes. <laughs> so, as soon as they leave the bar, um, 
Weasel calls Wade and lets him know that they're after Vanessa. So that immediately cuts to them heading to uh, number five Orange Strip Club. Yep. And so it's TJ and TJ automatically right away, you know, stays over with a stripper. And Wade is looking around for Vanessa. Now this is where there's tons of nudity. There was a bunch of nudity in this. Well, no, did it, yeah. Yeah. So, well, it's a strip club. I think the best part of it is, of course, they do the walk around. You have the full shot of all the strippers. And next to the stage is Chastity. And our DJ to the cutaway is our amazing, amazing person, Mr. Yeah. Stanley. And I'm sure this was his favorite cameo he's done in any oh, of his yeah. Marvel movies by far. And this is where the woman in the theater yelled out Stanley and did a standing ovation. So that, that happened. Yep. So... See, and, and honestly, if you guys had any idea of who Ian actually is, yeah. this should really shock you. The fact that he still enjoyed the movie, even after all the bullshit that happened behind him. Oh, yeah, because normally it does completely, like, take me out of everything. No, no, you ruined the movie. Yeah. Yeah, now I hate the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. But now, but I was, I, this is how much I like the movie. So, yeah, so Wade chickens out. He goes past Vanessa. She kind of feels something like he might, you know, something familiar is there, but he chickens out. Uh then she gets suckered out into the alleyway where Angel Dust and, and Ajax are. He misses her, realize she's been taken, and now it's on, basically. So yeah, that's the way. So he goes back, and this is also one of my one of my favorite parts is when he's going into <laughs> he goes back to Blind Owl and his apartment with Weasel, and they're just taking every single piece of weaponry they weaponry. have yep everything they have into what was the duffel bag because it was something like it was a pink duffel bag yeah. um hawaiian print but it also had some, it was a hello kitty duffel bag like yes, it's just a massive like overnight duffel bag yeah so maybe the only the only instance where you could tell that blind owl knew more than she seemed to i guess was that she was strapped and she was handing them weapons as well so she know, you right. know that kind of she thing. She knew is, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that they were all over the house too. You know, Weasel says, "Hey, you know, I'd really, I'd really like to go with you." Um, or he goes, "I'd go with you, but I don't, but want, I don't to. want to." Yeah. And then <laughs> another one of my favorite lines: as Deadpool is leaving, he he takes Blind out and he goes, "Listen now, if I ever see you again, I want you to know that I love you very much. I also buried." 1600 kilos of cocaine somewhere in the apartment right next to the cure for blindness could not <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome yes so then it's you know down time for the major fight thing he gets he calls up colossus and negasonic or actually no he shows up at the house he shows, he up, shows up at the, at the mansion and he says wow this is such a big house but it's weird that i only see the tube here it's like the studio didn't have enough money for another x-men or something <laughs> Breaking the fourth wall once again. Very uh, of good. course. Yep. So he gets both of them, and they get the same taxi driver. And right. Yes, the same taxi <laughs> driver from the beginning, where he paid him with a crisp high five. Uh, instead, right. because he doesn't wear, he doesn't, he doesn't have a wallet because of the lining of his suit. <laughs> you know, you're gonna screw up the lines of my suit, yep. which I completely understand. Yeah, it makes sense. So he's got his whole huge weapons, you know, Hello Kitty bag, uh, and. <laughs> This was also a favorite scene of mine when they realize that he's that the taxi driver has his cousin locked up in the back of the cab because he was moving in on his woman 
and right, Deadpool. So this is a little bit of a throwback, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which yeah. is they have this conversation when you new mission meet the taxi driver, and of course this is where the love story comes into. But they give you background on the taxi driver where he's courting this girl, but his 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 douchebag cousins kind of moved in on the territory. So this this continues on with that scene where you find out that he's taken some of Deadpool's advice, and it's gonna pretty much kidnap and gut him and kill him and present the body to the the love interest or whatever. And of course you can hear Colossus in the back of the yeah. cab He's going, like, excuse me? Yeah, excuse you told me. him to what? So the whole time Deadpool's going, no, no, I did not tell. Yes, I did. Kill her. Kill him. Kill him. Yeah, it was just so anti-superhero. It's so awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome. Yep. So then it's, Major fight scene time. It's the it's the final battle. DMX. Yeah. Let's cue yeah, the music that, and let's do the walk scene. It, yep, there was a cue music. Do the walk scene, and of course, and this I did read you know some stuff about this. So in order to save money on the final battle scene, the joke was that he left his weaponry bag in the taxi again. <laughs> so that's a reoccurring thing. So instead of having to go through all that. They have the final battle where he's just got his regular guns and his katana. Right. And then they have the the big tie they do. He gets all excited because Angel Dust is really, really high up. Like, and oh he's like, God. oh, my God. She's oh, going to do the hero thing. She's, she's going to do the hero, hero thing. Landing, hero landing. Hero landing. Hero landing. Or superhero <laughs> landing or whatever. Super landing. And, yeah, she jumps down and she does the three-point stance on the ground. And he's so excited. And <laughs> So bad on your knees, though. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad on your knees. <laughs> oh fuck it's just a funny no. it's just a funny no, movie, it's man. just you can like the one-liners or the writing's fantastic and just the back and forth through all of the scenes and yeah so it's the initial fight scene and you know obviously continue. yeah i mean obviously you know um angel dust first starts fighting with colossus but colossus doesn't realize that she's ridiculously strong um so uh negasonic gets some attacks on her to get everything stable then it's her and Colossus for the rest of the time. Um, Negasonic is kind of just like shooting things around every once in a while. But Deadpool's really going after the hired guns. And then Ajax is on the top with Vanessa, you know, basically just waiting till Deadpool gets through everyone, you know. So now this is, did you notice the Bob thing? I did notice the Bob thing. Yeah. So they might have made a reference to Hydra Bob. Uh, which is so Bob is an agent of Shield, uh, right? But he's not—he's kind of a sidekick of Deadpool's in the comic. Yeah. So what it is is they're making fun of is that you know you have your obligatory henchmen, and so what it is is Deadpool decided to actually give a character name to one of the Hydra henchmen, um, and it's Bob. So they they touch on that a little bit because of course he makes reference to all of his exotic places he's gone to kill people and of course Jacksonville's in there which is awesome they have an amazing TGI Fridays <laughs> and uh, of course Bob is one of the people he knows from Jacksonville and of yeah. course they have this little fun back and forth and this is the only one he doesn't kill right. he just knocks unconscious and then he spells out that fight scene. And then he spells out Francis with the dead bodies of bodies. all the people <laughs> <laughs> and then goes up so the whole time Colossus and and uh, Angel Dust are also fighting, but it's like, yeah, okay. And now it's, let's do the showdown, basically. Uh, Francis goes ahead and sticks Vanessa in the same tube thing that made Deadpool the way that he is. Uh, so Deadpool, you know, takes his shots and then throws his, you know, throws his sword, his katana 
through the glass to make sure she has air to breathe. She uses that to cut her way out. And this this whole time, Ajax is fighting with uh, two axes, right? Two, like, battle axes yes. almost. Yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. much. And then Deadpool has his one katana now, uh, that kind of thing. And I think he even he, – Ajax had a good line. He says, when I'm finished, parts will have to grow back you. Right. Yeah, so that, you know, that worked. And, uh, yeah, they have their – they're on this – um like broken down helipad kind of carrier thing or something yeah right they do the initial when you initially walk up to the thing it takes you a second to look at it because it's clearly not a regular aircraft carrier and they're able to modify it enough so that marvel won't get so disney won't get (laughs) mad they stole this character but clearly it is a downed hello carrier from you know shield and avengers and all that stuff yeah yeah so once again they they you know take another shot which which they enjoy doing and yeah, it's a, I mean the the fight I think is pretty basic. Uh, it's you know one guy with two axes, one guy you know. Then they end up just doing fists, and Vanessa gets involved a couple times, and then everything starts to the whole um, carrier starts to fall over, basically, and he gets his move. He saves Vanessa, you know all that kind of stuff. And then basically the the what it all comes down to is Deadpool gets his man. He's got Ajax, and he's getting ready to, you know, he realizes what we all knew, which is that Ajax says, there is no cure for this, you know. Yeah, you thought, you're going to you look know. fugly, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, and Deadpool's like, well, that was the only thing I needed you for, so that's pretty stupid for you to say that, so now I'm going to kill you. And he's about to, and Colossus comes out, and oh, sorry, I, I don't want to ruin By the way, I don't want to infuriate you anymore, Kelly. But while Colossus was fighting with Angel Dust, the women in the theater were telling, were shouting at Colossus not to take it easy on her. That's a real thing that happened. Yeah. So I then. I kind of wish you had some sort of recording of this. No, like, I, I, like, I really did want to. Um, I just, it was one of those things where I always thought they were going to stop. And then it just never happened. happened. And I was just in the movie. Like, I didn't want to miss anything. Like, I knew I was probably going to go to it again. But I right. still... And it turned out, you know, with what happened with the second viewing, it's a good thing I saw the whole first viewing. Uh, so, right. you know, that's something. But And then also, so now let's flash forward to the scene we were just talking about. When he's over Ajax, they also yell to kill him. So, it was... Yeah. It was very, very difficult. I don't know. I must attract these people. I, I don't understand it. But anyways, so, you know, you know Deadpool wants to kill him. Colossus comes up and starts doing his five moments. Superhero spiel, yep. of course. You have five moments. You don't always not... have to be a good guy. It's just these certain moments you need to choose to be a good person. Yep. And, you know, it's, it's yeah. So he goes into that whole monologuing. And then, Bam. Deadpool just oh, no, yeah. Deadpool. Which you knew was gonna happen. Yeah. He's like, yeah, no. He's I'm like, not. you were no. droning on. <laughs> you were droning on. <laughs> and Colossus is just shocked, so shocked he vomits. <laughs> <laughs> With the, which is actually funny too, for another reason, is because that's because like in any of the movies and stuff, no one sees anything that brutal in a superhero movie like none of the sure. x-men dealt with anything like that like maybe the only person is wolverine but even then like magneto's not ripping people apart like right. that that kind of stuff is happening so colossus probably doesn't see a lot of people die in front of him <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Not, not a headshot wound anyway exactly so 
that happens. Vanessa comes over. They have their they have their little back and forth, and they go back to the talking about their lives being horrible thing. Right. Yep. <laughs> I just laugh and think about it. They did the you live in a house and you know they're connected again. And right, right. He goes ahead and she goes to take off his mask and he doesn't want it to happen. And finally he, he does and he, he <laughs> reluctantly takes it off. And what's under the mask? To reveal another mask, yep. which he's stapled to his face, yes. by the way, which it's, I love. Yeah, yeah, because you know tape wouldn't have lasted in all the fighting he was doing. It's got to be no, stapled. there's no way. Yep. So there's a staple on his chin and his, his forehead. And it's awesome. it's Hugh Jackman's awesome. face. Awesome. I hope cutouts and yep. everything. And she just looks at him like, what? Like, this is you. Like, totally. Takes right. it off. And she's a little bit, it wasn't horrified, taken aback. It was just a little bit shocking to her or whatever, but it's right. still him. It's still him. Right. And another great, great line is she goes, <laughs> after a brief adjustment period and a couple a of, of drinks, drinking. yeah, and a couple of drinks, it's a face I'd be happy to sit on. And <laughs> it's just fucking great. It's it's just fucking great. I honesty. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, it was really good. So I'm trying to I'm trying to think. I mean, that's you know, basically he leaves the door open that he'll join the X Men or possibly. You know, possibly, you know, that kind of thing because they both helped him um make a few more jokes and whatnot. Uh but I think that was about the end, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was about the end. The, the, and of course, we're going to do the pullout scene, even though nothing's really going to be pulling out tonight. Like, of course, those yes. lines. And yep. It does the actual full pullout, so you see the whole uh, carrier ripped or apart whatever. carrier yeah, whatever. and whatnot, and just yep. pure destruction. Yep. Yeah, and that's and that's the movie. And then there there are there's one end credit scene that kind of has two parts to You're it. I guess. You're skipping over a lot of great stuff here. I mean, come on, you you gotta talk about George Michael's Careless Whisper. Oh yeah. Well, we didn't even credits. bring up. We didn't even bring up. Wham. We didn't even bring I up know. any of that shit. I See, know. That's, that's why, I mean, the movie's so good. There are little things we There's didn't bring up. Yeah. We completely butchered it. We're missing so much shit. You really need to see it if you haven't. Well, we to be honest. We ruined it, actually. We're going to continue. <laughs> I mean, we're going to continue talking, but we've already done almost an hour and a half. So yeah, it's no, a, it happened. It's a, it's a, we just did an hour and a half, and it's a um, hour and 30-minute movie. No, so, hour, uh, well, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. hour and 30 minutes, because it's 108 minutes. Yeah, 100, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're not going to cover everything because, first of all, I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy if you're listening to the podcast and you haven't seen the movie. You can go see it. It's not, first of all, n- none of this should ever ruin anyone's movie going no. experience because what are you going to be ever surprised by anything? We've talked about this in other ones. Like, are you seriously going to a movie going like, oh, I'm going to be surprised about what happens? Like, it doesn't matter. If Deadpool's not your movie and that's why you don't want to listen to the podcast, we have people that, um, like, horror isn't their genre. So there'd be like a show like they didn't wa- they didn't uh, they didn't listen to the final girls one because they're never you know that kind of thing, but and I know you probably wish not we had a horror done. movie but yeah. okay yeah but that's I mean that's what people think and they you know whatever but if I enjoy listening to a podcast for something and I'm not going to see a movie or even if I'm going to if there was a movie podcast I would listen to I would just listen to it because if I enjoy what they're talking about I'm. The, ru- the movie's not going to be ruined for me. That's At least that's my opinion anyways. 
Well, no, yeah, and I mean, I'll completely take the compliment that I've apparently painted such a magnificent (laughs) picture of what we're talking about that clearly you won't need to see the movie. I will totally take that hands down, but I can almost guarantee that's not what we're doing. And you can tell, I mean, and we're going, (laughs) yeah, and we're going through the movie by, you know, remembering what we saw. So we're not doing the justice to the lines. At all. Like, yeah, so you're going to even enjoy (laughs) the lines more. Like, it's going to be even better seeing the girl from Serenity and Firefly saying, you know, sit on your face. Like, you're going to enjoy that a lot more. True. Yeah. So, you know, maybe even the act itself. Who knows? It's all your personal lives. Like, you know, celebrate Women's Appreciation Day however you want to. Amazing. (laughs) However you want to. But, yeah. I I, So, now, but you talking about it, though, you enjoyed it. So... Oh yeah, because yeah. I look at it as a comedy. It's sure. not a comic. It's a comic book movie, but it's a comedy. It's not a superhero movie for me. Oh, okay. Well, I'll say then for me at least, and maybe it's just because now I and I know I might be like hurting my credibility here, but I have not seen the second Captain America movie. I have been told that that is the best superhero movie that there is. Um, I'll probably put I'll put that in my top ten probably absolutely. Um, just because, yeah, no, I, I'm not. You should go see that. <laughs> well, if anyone had it, that. if anyone had it, I would watch it. But everyone talks about how great it is, but no one has it. So what are you supposed to do? I need to move apparently because I have all the shit. This just is what needs to happen apparently because I have all. I'm looking at it. I can see them. Next all, time you right. visit, bring it. All right, I can do that. But so then, what's your number one movie then? Like, what's your number one comic book movie? Really? Yeah. I mean, we don't have to have a whole huge Batman discussion. Batman Returns. Hands oh, down. Oh, okay. Oh, you're going even. Okay. It's harder for me. Like, I like some of the old Batmans with Michael Keaton, but <gasps> yes. it's just not my. It's not as much my style. Like, I like the darker. Yeah, but see, I, that's what got me into the comic book movies. Oh, like, this, okay. this is a kid's. Like, this was. This is you know. Of course. Right. It's either that or, or it was Christopher Reeves. And of course I'd prefer Beetlejuice over... Yeah, well, yeah Come don't, on. don't get me started. I would never... I don't like any of the Supermans ever. Because um, Superman's a terrible character to begin with. So why would you put him in a movie? It makes no sense to me. But that's separate. But I actually... And I... You know, without... You know, barring the movies that I haven't seen, this is my favorite comic book movie. For sure. Okay. Like... And, this and is I've actually one, heard that from a number of people. Yeah. This might be the one where I actually like buy the Blu-ray just to watch the extra specials. Oh my God, you know. Which are going to be awesome. Yeah. Like that's going to be a lot of fun. That's the kind of thing. But the unrated stuff's going to be great. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. So that's, yeah, that's going to be good. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know. I really, I would recommend it to anyone uh, no matter what. I Like I said before, I want this movie to do really well because I want it to show other studios and whatnot that production companies whatever that you can make a movie like this that does well because like i said i think we talked about this off air but i you've never seen a superhero or a anti-hero whatever you know whatever you want to call it you've never seen one say fuck or motherfucker yeah, when you yeah, get well, hurt. Well, not shot in this genre. The only time you're yeah. going to see that stuff is you're going to say, Watchmen kind of touched on it a little a, a bit. Little, oh, fuck, I forgot Sin that's City. R-rated too. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, and yeah. then Sin City. 
But those are the movies you're expecting uh, to hear sure. it versus Deadpool, the way that it's shot. You're expecting almost like an Avengers. You're expecting an actual Marvel upbeat kind of movie and to have the cursing you're not expecting versus clearly Sin City, clearly Watchmen. Yeah, I guess I never considered more gritty. I never considered Sin City that much. But yeah, I just I guess this is for me. It's that more realistic, unrealistic movie. Where, right. yeah, because if you had superpowers and someone, even if you had a healing ability and someone shot you in the leg or you broke your hand punching a huge metal dude, you'd be like, fuck, like, <laughs> ball, you fucking cock gobbler. Like, that's <laughs> right. That is right. What, yeah, it just makes sense. Like, that's that's more realistic to me than just being like, er, that hurt, you know, or I'll, I'll, right. I'll or get you, you next time. Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's don't need that. I don't need the. I am Batman. You broke my back. Ah. Like, fuck that. Like, he didn't swear that whole time he's getting beaten by Bane. At no point right. do you spit in his face and go, you fucking pussy. Like, nothing. Like, if you're already going to break my back, I'm going to call you a pussy. Like, right, that kind least. of thing. Yeah, something. Like, it is something. So, so are we going to yeah. touch on that this end credit scene, which is known to all fantastic Marvel movies? Yes. Uh, would you like to take this one? <laughs> okay so obviously it's not one of the epic movie trailer sneak peek kind of closing scenes that you're expecting because it's deadpool um which makes it even better and i love the fact that they are immediately parroting um Felix bueller's day off that's what the, that whole scene is he's yep. in the bathrobe and everything and pretty much he bathrobe just comes out with the like, suit on oh yeah, well, yeah of course that, under yeah yep. underneath yeah <laughs> so and it's one of those you know why are you still here go home you know what are you expecting sam jackson to show up in, in his eye patch with some saucy little number go home <laughs> like it's it's that kind of a fun back and forth it cuts away again yep cuts back and it does give you a little bit of tease of what could possibly be in the sequel to deadpool which is cable cable the character yep and i think that'd be yeah, really nice. good Right. I mean, that's where they're going to pull into the time travel thing with Deadpool and, you know, Bionic Arm, and it's just kind of fun to have them go back and forth yeah. without Did a little you know, bit him trying to describe it and who could play it, which is hysterical. Yes, that is funny. Uh, you can imagine that, yeah, if they've got one of the smallest budgets ever for this type of movie, they're at least going to double it to, like, a right at least, I would, I would oh, assume, yeah. yeah. Right. And, you know, we didn't even touch on how great the marketing was for this movie. Like how Fox well did done! Amazing job. Yeah, and I'm not normally a marketing person. Like, I'll see a trailer and I'll be fine with it or not. Like, I I hate like we've talked about before. I despise Inception because if you watch even the X Men Apocalypse trailer, it's all yeah, scene, scene. Like it's just that's all from Inception. All that shit has, yeah. and it's every yeah. movie like that. It's all garbage. Um, but yeah, that's uh, the marketing was so well done with the um, having men test for testicular uh, tec- <laughs> cancer. Did I even say that correctly? Testicular cancer. It has been a long fucking day, not to mention yeah, I week. Know. Not to mention week. But yeah, that's. Uh, but yeah, doing doing the public service announcement, uh, doing the like the not only the Valentine's Day stuff, but also the Christmas oh, stuff that they were doing. Uh-huh. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's just, it was so well done. So kudos to them for for doing funny, innovative marketing. You know, it's right. not Batman versus Superman. You know, this yeah, is actual. Just the generic, we're yeah. going to show you every action scene in this minute and a half trailer. I still laughed out loud when I saw Wonder Woman for the first time. I said, you can't be serious. 
Uh, you you just can't like if they're going. You know how when a superhero comes out like a new movie, they could you they have the ability to update them a little bit to make them more modern so that people don't laugh at the hokiness of it. Maybe you put Wonder Woman in jeans. I don't know. You do something instead hey, of having her. That she doesn't have the full body hair and they got rid of the cape. What more do you want from them? Wait, she had the full body gear, doesn't she? No, no. Full body hair. Oh, oh okay. Have a little handle, well, handle no, I would have been fine with the full thing. body hair. Like, I'm completely <laughs> fine with that. I mean, it's the whole rest of it. It just doesn't, it doesn't work in real life. Like, and that's, that's why when they do the origin story movie, which looks absolutely terrible as well. Like, I know, like, I love Kevin Smith. But Kevin Smith gets so excited for every single comic book movie just because it's from his childhood. Yeah, he's so excited for Batman vs. Superman. He's so excited for, for Wonder Woman. He thinks it's going to be the greatest thing ever. Like, it's just, like, I love him, but it's not going to be. It's just, yeah, it's no. not. Let's let's temper that down a little bit. and Let's make them make good movies like Deadpool. Uh, you know, it, it, what else do you want? Like, besides having a better villain, but by... By next movie, though, you'll have that. It, oh, it no, absolutely. Be, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, they'll, they'll definitely have it developed more where you actually have to give him a full... Right, which would be good. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, let's... I liked um, Batman... Uh, was it Batman Begins or whatever? Okay. I, en- I enjoyed that for what it was. Um, but Nasra Ghul or whoever it was, whatever, he wasn't a good villain. Like in the comic yeah, books, really. in the comic books, he had a much longer story. But in that one, that it didn't really work. It's like Liam Neeson. It was like Taken Four, you know. That's that's I that oh that's another scene we forget. That's no, another so line. Oh, uh, so so many fucking lines. So they they were making fun of Taken. It's just like he said he was having a nightmare. Yeah, you know they made three of those movies. Like at some point, you got to just think he's a bad parent. I like, just. <laughs> <laughs> It's just fucking good. All right, so I think, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for whatever they do next with this. Uh, I really that is one I'm I'm looking forward to getting the movie probably on Blu-ray and getting all the extras. I recommend if someone is listening to this who hasn't seen it, definitely go see it for sure. There's no reason not to. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed us laughing our way through talking about this movie. Trying, yeah. trying to get through this movie. Once again, once again we. We reviewed a movie that we like, so yeah. we still have to. Yeah, I still have to decide. So I actually let me pull up my list here. Uh, if you want to talk, do you want to do your plugs and let me uh, sure. let me pull this up. Let's see if you can do that. Okay, so pretty much, um, it's Instagram at Nerdy Girl Ivy. Um, I finally got my Facebook thing up. Sorry about that. Facebook slash Nerdy Girl Ivy. Um, and I'm still working on the website and all that good stuff, but mostly Instagram is where you're going to find any of my slightly entertaining. And now that I have Facebook, I keep having to remember that I got to do shit on there too. Yeah, it <laughs> is I kind can. of it is kind of a pain to be completely honest. It's, it's I true. need to link all this shit together is what I need to do. And I'll I'll actually send you this. I have this on the Google Drive, so I'll I'll link you to this so that you can see this and we can make a running list. But right now I have possible movie options and where they're available. So right now I have. I have Gem and the Holograms. Yep, that's available on Redbox. I thought that would be absolutely terrible. Um, Hitman Agent 47. Another. Ooh. Yeah, but supposed to be really, really bad. Uh, oh, no, I know sure. it is. Yep. Then I got one. I saw one. Babysitter's Black Book. This is on Redbox. It's about 
girls in a neighborhood that want to start a babysitting thing for college money, so they start an escort service through their baby through their like book. Cl- oh, I it sounds perfect. <gasps> I really it's the adult version of the babies. Yes, club. This is fantastic. exactly. Yes. We the might. Secret confessions of a Carl Girl meets Babysitters Club. Yep, and it's unrated because it's a straight to DVD or whatever. So Shocking. yeah, so this might be good. Um, then the Lazarus effect. You remember yeah. that one? Yeah, I have yeah. actually seen it. Um, I would watch it again because I would have to for this, but it was really right. bad. Like that's a that's an easy make funnable movie and and a very bad movie in in general. And then I also have Entourage on there as well. Entourage is really bad. Like the whole show yeah. blows. Um, right. and, I, and I've seen it, unfortunately, because that you, once you get stuck on a show, sometimes you have to just make your way through it. Like see I, where the fuck these characters I going, had yeah. to see how bad it got. And it just got really, really bad. Like it just it <laughs> continued. But I have not seen the movie yet. So I'll, I'll link this to you so you can have possible movies as well. And right. you know, we'll let everyone know. We'll tease what we're what we're gonna do for next week. But I really want it to be. I kind of want it to go on this rotation where we have a good movie that we like and a bad movie. You know that kind of thing. So okay. yeah. So I mean, if it's if we want to go into the vault, like we've talked about a couple times, if we want to do an Inception, Batman, The Dark Knight, Forrest Gump, something like that, we we can. But I just don't want to watch them again. (laughs) (laughs) Watch them and taking notes. Yes, and that's the worst thing. Yeah, believe it or not, guys, we actually (laughs) prep for this shit. Like, this isn't just, like, off the cuff. We do have to watch these things and and prep a little bit. Right. I think this is the first time I tried to see a movie twice in theaters since I saw Lord of the Rings Return, the third one, Return of the King, right? Am I fucking that sure. up? Yeah. Whatever. I saw that three times in the theater in 24 hours. That was, yeah, I know. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me when I was young. Wow. Yeah, I know. So I saw that. That's that's like 18 hours of my 24-hour day. Yeah, I was going to say, holy shit. Yeah, that was a long fucking time. But yeah, so this is the first time since then, since that premiered, that I have gone to see a movie twice in the theater. Okay. Yeah. So, and wait, I don't wait, know. Wait. Go ahead. Spectre hasn't come out on Redbox. Um, Spectre James Bond. Yes. Look, I'll make fun of every James Bond movie. I've I've seen one of them, and I think they're dumb. So Wait, like every single one of them. One of the Daniel Craig's, or just one? No, I saw Jeff- one of the Pierce Bronson ones like a long, long time ago, like fifteen, twenty years ago, whatever. And you haven't watched any of the other ones? No, because they're dumb. No, I have an irrational or or and or rational hatred of any type of spy movie. I I think they're ridiculously stupid. They're too easy to guess. I don't care about anything. I hate the Born Identities. Like just hate Which them. they're making another one. Of. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> because to me the Born Identity shit is taken. Like it's the same thing. It's a it's a regular person who is trying to find something out and they're good at fighting. Like, I don't care about any of that stuff. I don't care about taking in the air, whatever that one was. I don't care about taking your son oh, or whatever. Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was. Oh, um, um, Transatlantic. Was that? No, that can't be the name of it. It had to be something stupid. <laughs> no, <laughs> Stupider it's, it's than that. that. It's Julian Moore in it, right? 
yes, yes, yes it did happen. Because I saw the ending yeah, on oh, HBO, oh, yes. and I was like, awesome. oh, they tried to they tried to like put terrorism in on this, and they tried a whole bunch of stuff, and then end up being just really, really stupid. <laughs> like, Horrible. like of course, yeah. But that's what I. I I see those movies, I lump them all into the same thing. Like that whole like Bond, James Bond, like I jumped out of a plane and now I'm like in my suit and now I'm going to have a drink. Like I just don't care. I, I don't. And then, oh, this person yeah, screwed me. This that person like... One of the, oh, God. That spurred one of the best, absolutely best Simpsons characters of all time. I'm sorry, Hank Scorpio is well, by far the best supervillain Ever. No, no. Let's not. We're, let's not jump around here and go crazy. I love Hank Scorpio. That there's yes. So you got a great character from like Fun. all the bad bad movies. Sure, exactly. good thing. Good things can come out of bad things. Like that's that's for sure. Same Wolverine Origins and Deadpool. Okay, I can see the connection yeah, yeah, see, here. And that little action figure that he had in his house. Just so awesome. <laughs> his prized possession. <laughs> exactly. Wham. Wham. Yeah. Wham. See, this was the album where they where they earned the exclamation point. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> go see Deadpool. It's just so fucking good. <laughs> but no, I can't. I mean, look, I will watch. If you think we can literally, if we can really make fun of that movie, because I'm sure I will hate it, then we could do Spectre. Like that's that's fine. Yeah, but no, no, you see, since you haven't seen any of the other ones, you're not gonna have the right sense sense of hatred, but and maybe, then there's no way I'm oh. gonna make you watch the other ones. Like if you oh, haven't seen it, no, no like Quantum way. Sauce, and it's not gonna work for you. But maybe that would work because I'd be coming at it from a completely different angle. Novice, because you have no idea what the fuck's going on. That's oh, true. Course. Well, first of all, Kelly, let's let's remember. How, I mean, there's a reason the podcast is Ian hates movies. I can figure out anything. Like I'm not gonna be lost. When I go into this movie, I can tell you, know you exactly. I mean. I'll watch 15 minutes of it. You're missing all the extra bullshit. Oh, I was about to say, I could watch 15 minutes of it and know exactly what's going to happen and tell you. I mean, it's not difficult. I mean, these are dumbed down movies for dumbed down people, right? Oh, shit. Just Sorry. Cool, sometimes yeah, sometimes I perform on this podcast just for Kelly and no one can yeah, tell. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. No one can tell what's going on. <laughs> Because there's no yeah, video evidence of what we're actually expressing to each other. So No, I was told I was told by by a fan that um they really enjoyed my anti women comments on the Star Wars podcast. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm laughing. I was laughing. Because all this is a character. I'm playing a character on this show. So That's what it is. Right. Hey, well, it has to be. It has to be a character because I didn't do anything to those women that were yelling at the in the movie theater. Right. Mm. See, Mm. see, Mm. just just saying. If I, you know, if you were there, you could have taken care of business, but I can't. What can I do? Just saying. So, concluding this two-hour podcast. Yes, I still have to edit. I still have to. Ah, shit. Jeez. Why do I do Do this myself? Let's do this. All right. No. Well, did you? You're sure you're all done? I'm good. All right. Well, you have been listening to Ian Hates Movies. Uh, hopefully, you're either listening on uh, www.ianhates.com. That's where you can go and stream and or download from, from my site there. Uh, you can also listen via iTunes or Stitcher. If you like what you hear, please rate us. Um, you know, that, that helps. Uh, and hopefully, you're just... You're hearing it somehow. I mean, check out Twitter at Ian Hates Podcast. 
You can also look on Facebook for Ian Hates. Uh, you can email us suggestions or movies or any of that kind of stuff. Um, it's ianhates at gmail.com. And I also do Ian Hates Music Podcast, which I just did last night. And that one we had an interview uh, where we talked to um, a member of a couple bands. If you like that kind of thing, uh, tune into that one as well. We're really going in uh, crazy directions with, with that one too. So, yeah, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Kelly, I think that's all the plugs now, right? Yeah, I think you're good. All right, so anything else you want to say to the people? Nope, it's going to be a surprise to what the hell we review next. We're going to have to discuss that later to see what next week's going to be about. Yep. And then I'll let everyone know. That way they can either watch it or not watch it, whatever they want to do. Uh, right. And I'll leave everyone, like I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>